0: With 40 years of experience, thousands of investors, a proven track record, and more than $3 billion in assets under management... Reef provides exceptional commercial real estate investment offerings at the click of a button. Visit us at RREAF.com backslash investor. We own and operate all our properties, and that's important because we have skin in the game. Unlike the middleman, you can call or visit us anytime. Hedge market volatility with our lucrative offerings. Open to accredited investors only. Visit RREAF.com backslash investor. Welcome to Big Blend Radio, with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to Big Blend Radio Success Express show. Uh, every, what is it, every fourth Wednesday we get to talk. With Ward. Ward Heinrichs is a San Diego employment attorney. In fact, he's known as the best employment attorney. Just go to his website, bestemploymentattorneysandiego.com. Uh, but we he's been on our show for years, and um, it's time to have a monthly segment because things are changing all the time, not only with COVID laws, uh, but you know, it is changing all the time. So today he's talking about a brand new bill, an assembly bill, we just learned that AB actually means assembly bill, uh, <laughs> 257. It's called the Fast Recover Act for fast food workers. Uh, so you can see his article up on blendradioandtv.com. Uh, but welcome back, Ward. How are you?
2: I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Uh, You know, it's been beautiful here in California until today. We got a little rain and we really need it. So, yeah, yeah, everything's good. Um, Yeah.
1: Well, listen, that rain, we want it, but can it just hold off so we can have clear passage to go through California up into (laughs) Washington State? We We need clear passage
2: i'll put you in know, a word with you with the rain gods no problem
1: please do okay For <laughs> everyone watching this um on zoom our zoom recording here on youtube or facebook we are in the sea of french fries if you get the opportunity to put yourself in the sea of french fries i say you Go do for it by the time we end this uh recording and conversation i think all three of us are going to run out and get french get fries. Some french fries. <laughs> <laughs> but i had to i had to do the this donald's
2: and, bound i know
1: you know but um this this vast uh, recover act is really interesting so this is really something that is for the employees right this is about the workers and what i find interesting is it's and it's a california thing right now but it seems like we unions are coming back very strong like it's i'm not saying a, a comeback but Amazon, all these big companies are facing, Mm -hmm. hey, unions coming together, people going, we're not happy with this. Should we start a union? And I wonder if this is kind of a bill to kind of before a union thing happens. (laughs) You know what I mean?
2: Well, that's one reason why California went to this. and first of all it hasn't been passed yet just want to make sure everyone understands that mm-hmm. it's an assembly bill and it's going to go to the senate and then if that passes there then the governor i would assume will sign it but you know we'd have to see um but the reason why they went down this road where they have legislation and they appoint a, a council to tell that uh area of the economy which is fast food uh restaurants in this case um, what they need to do, what they need to pay, uh, what the working conditions are like—all that stuff. Control it. And the reason why they did this, or one reason is, and the main reason is that uh, they don't think unions are are growing at all. In fact, they've contracted over the years, and that okay. most unions are public unions, um, and unions, you know, with school teachers, firemen, and policemen, things like that. Uh, and the number of people uh, in Private sector unions is down to like seven, six percent, seven percent of all the workforce. Hmm. So it's really a low number right now, historically. Uh, And I, I, what I've looked at, it doesn't look like it's going to, you know, mushroom anytime soon in the private sector. So I, this Hmm. is California's answer to that.
1: Okay, Hmm. I remember when we had a band years ago in California and San Diego, and we were interviewing drummers. (laughs) And this drummer walked in and he goes, are you going to pay me to be for his audition? Are you going to pay me? And I'm like, this is an audition. That was so so funny. I'm with the union. I'm with the musicians union. I'm like, this is an audition. We don't care. We don't pay for auditions. He's like, I'm a union member. And I'm like, well, there's the door. And I didn't mean it against the union thing, but it was like. This it's badge like, of honor he wore, but I swear to God, I've met a musician that's proudly wearing a badge of musicians' union, <laughs> like it, like this guy was. And I, I don't know, maybe we were supposed to pay for auditions, but I don't no. think Hollywood does that with actors, do they? Because they would really have double the role call. Well,
2: boy, because mm-hmm. that industry probably has specific rules that are very mm-hmm. different than the rest. Um, yeah. If, but generally, if they, you can do tryout time as long mm-hmm. as it's not. Uh, performing work for you. So for instance, if you have uh, someone who you want to, to do uh, general secretarial stuff around the office and you go, Hey, type this newspaper article for me. And I want to see how fast you type it. That's okay. Cause you're not going to benefit from someone typing a newspaper article. If you right. go, Hey, type this letter for me, oh, see, yeah. then crossing the line. So in your case, I'm going to guess yeah, that's a true tryout. Probably you just want to hear you drum. You know, take yeah, five yeah. minutes. Uh, but I don't know if that union has different rules or if that sector of the economy has a different.
1: Rules. I don't know, well, but it they, didn't work but, out, did
3: it? <laughs> it? No. Well, as soon as he started <laughs> right. talking that, that we, we went bye bye. Yeah. Plus he pretty much sucked as a drummer, He'd, and so <laughs> I don't even know if he got us to play. No, we no, always like, had trouble uh, with
1: drummers, man. Yeah. You're always with drummers. They're Sorry. Not
3: yeah. Different. Friends are drummers, they right? are. They're different. But, they're different. but yeah, well, wouldn't, we, wouldn't if when when he said he wanted to do a tryout or, or an audition, wouldn't that be the time to say, but I need to get paid for it? Because if he had said that, we just we would have said, don't bother.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, probably, I mean, you're talking about negotiation yeah. style. Now, I don't know yeah. what rules govern this. I, again, yeah. if it's the normal rule, you don't have to pay him because you're just, he's trying out. He's not going to exactly. produce
1: for you. Yeah.
3: I mean, it's. Uh, he, but he in
2: terms of negotiation, yeah, he probably should have done that up front.
3: Right? Yeah, because it's not like he played in front of, of our audience. No, there was exactly a simple seems. tryout and yeah, it's a tryout in, it's a true yeah. tryout.
1: but, yeah, a, but that's so. what's interesting about the union thing is there's this belief system of they're going to save me no matter what And it and unions are difficult and i don't i'm not saying they're bad at all because i, I mean they served a huge purpose with kids i mean look at england i think england mm. even started the unions right with the coal workers and the kids in the coal mines and well, the
2: guilds i think were the yeah. start of that yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. there's things that you know, really needed to be there for human rights. I mean, they really yeah. needed them. Well, so absolutely. Civil rights. I mean, that's still a huge thing with unions. I mean, because of that, but this is interesting how things are going into more the legal path mm-hmm. instead of, okay, the unions, but I don't think the unions have a leg to stand off unless you have or stand on, I should say, mm-hmm. unless you have the actual legal stuff, right? So if this you know, with this bill, and we should talk about what the bill entails, goes through. If someone breaks the law, then the unions can stand up, right? Or no? Yeah, what's Excuse the difference between you and a union, Ward? <laughs> between me and a union? <laughs> no, that's the kind of when, when do you call a union versus an attorney. Yeah, that's an actual really good question. Oh,
2: I see. All right, see. so if you're in a union, um, they're going to have a collective bargaining agreement with mm-hmm or the sector of the economy that, that they uh, are union oh. for. Uh, so in, in that collective bargaining agreement, they will have grievance procedures and other types of procedures that you're supposed to use to take care of issues. Mm. Um, now, that doesn't mean that you can't go right to court if you don't want to. It kind of depends on the issue and depends on what the agreement says about those issues. Sometimes you do have to, what we call exhaustion. You, you have to do X before you can go to court. That's what Mm exhaust really is. Um, So, um, you know, where you need an attorney, though, is if you do go to court. So maybe you've exhausted all your remedies with the union through the union agreement and the union process. Now you're you're still not satisfied. You still feel like the man got you. So Mm -hmm. now you want to talk to an attorney Mm -hmm. and say, hey, is there any way we can sue? And the attorney is going to have to look at that and make sure everything's exhausted and that you have a remedy for it. But assuming so, then, yeah, that's when you need an attorney. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have represented people in uh, grievances. and I don't do it very often. Yeah. I, mean, I would say it was very informal, the way it ended up working. Uh, but that doesn't mean that you won't need an attorney even through a grievance process. However, the union is supposed to represent the worker. Right. In the yeah. office, and, yeah. then, and then the, the, the business has its own representatives during that process. So there's still representation, but you might want an attorney in that case. But you, for, less and, and likely the, who wants to dip and, into their pocket. You might have to dip in your pocket for it. So,
1: but the just, business needs it. to probably have an attorney, right? If they're the biz, if like it's a grocery store chain or a fast food chain, let's stick to oh, fast absolutely. food.
2: Absolutely, yeah, yeah, When yeah. the
1: union comes, mm-hmm. like you're gonna have to say, okay, I'm gonna come represent my client and. And so that's where you get called to, right?
2: Well, it's going to, yeah, and it's going to depend on the issue. If it's not a very complicated mm. issue, they might want to handle it themselves. But if it gets kind of complicated, they definitely would do themselves a service just, just, them service.
3: just even for reading legal language, sometimes you really do need someone to interpret what they're actually <laughs> talking about. Like, you know, seriously, it's like reading the Bible. No, dude. I mean, it, so it doesn't, <laughs> need some of this just, stuff. I know when, when you have an attorney, it doesn't always mean you're gonna go to court or you're gonna go fight, but sometimes if you can't understand a piece of paper that you've been asked to sign, it's a good idea to take it to an attorney.
2: Yeah. Before I do, you sign it. I do a fair amount of that where people say, um mm-hmm. I'm I have a release agreement. A settlement agreement, you know, a mm-hmm. severance pay agreement, something like that, uh, and and but, uh, for both sides, both employers yeah. and employees will call me about that kind of thing, uh, and I'll I'll review it and tell them what I think. So that, yeah, I do that a fair amount.
1: Mm. Mm. That's interesting. That's, so yeah, let's get to the fast. You know, the fast. I want to say the fast track. Let's get on the fast track. Uh, but this this fast act this for fast food workers. So let's go to, what is the goal of this? How is it supposed to help workers? And then we get into like, cause it apparently is different for the size of the franchise. And like, it, it's interesting about that.
2: Right. Uh, it's not for all fast food restaurants necessarily. They have to qualify, but we'll get into that in a, in a hmm. second. I mean, your first question is, you know, uh, why is this needed? I think is what you're asking.
1: Yeah. And what is it? What is How is it gonna help a fast food worker? What?
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, it, it goes back to that idea of that there isn't much union representation out there in the private sector. And further, because I, I, I read most of the um, statute on this, and I don't always read all the statutes, sometimes I read a summary, but this one I just went through because I was really interested in it.
0: With 40 years of experience, thousands of investors, a proven track record, and more than $3 billion in assets under management, reef provides exceptional commercial real estate investment offerings at the click of a button visit us at rreaf.com backslash investor we own and operate all our properties and that's important because we have skin in the game unlike the middleman you can call or visit us anytime hedge market volatility with our lucrative offerings open to accredited investors only visit rreaf.com backslash investor
2: and um it, it even says that the, one of the, their purposes is to help an, a sector of the industry that really needs help. You know, mm-hmm. paraphrase. And they say that, you know, there's too much turnover in this industry. It's really hard. They've tried unionizing it. And I'm not saying they just like but the unions have tried to get unions in there and it hasn't worked very well. They do every once in a while, maybe get one store to unionize. I mean, there was a, an article back in I think it was like, November mm-hmm. or October, about uh, a Starbucks in I think it was mm-hmm. New York that did unionize. I, uh, right. uh, I, think it, I think it was a Buffalo, uh, but the other ones didn't fall in line. So you get one store and you know the unions aren't that happy with just getting one store. But that's what happened with Amazon in,
1: yeah. in Alabama. Alabama, they thought they could get if they could get this one. I think it was Birmingham. I don't want to say it, but it was in Alabama. If they could get this one group of people in Alabama and they were having meetings and they just all chickened out at the end, like the, the actual employee said, oh, I don't want to do this. I'm scared of my job. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's the other thing why some of the unions are scared is, or not the, the employees are scared to unionize because they're worried they're going to get fired.
3: They're going to, yeah, they're going to lose their job. But isn't that against the law?
2: Well, no, you, you can fire people, but you can't fire people because they wanted to join a uh, union. To discuss conditions in uh, the work, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And especially union stuff, uh, because there there's a, a, a federal law that protects that. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. you, you know, firing someone for
3: Well, they discussing sent a
1: They sent a memo But you out, could make
3: up th- another reason
1: but no, but they sent out a memo and I don't know if this mm. was Bezos or now another story. It could have even been the Starbucks one where they got kind of pissy and said, we could have handled this in-house. We mm-hmm. need to handle it in-house before you go play union. And if you got grievances, you need to do it here first. Mm-hmm. We yeah. don't need the bad yeah. PR because no matter what unions bring bad PR to a company. That's one of the things you don't want to be involved in, right? Is that negative press and isn't that also part of like don't you as an attorney want to kind of squish it down before it comes into a full-blown media circus for a client if your your client's a business is like to protect them
2: well in in this instance when you're talking about union and and maybe unions attacking a company and really trying to get their claws in there uh and i don't mean anything negative about that but that's you know they're really for Mm. trying to force the company's hand Um, yeah, that's press that no one really wants. Now, yeah. you know, uh, can you pr- protect them? Maybe you can. You know, I don't know. I, that's usually you know like mm. national stuff, and I, I don't know class really action
1: do kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, I
2: do class actions, where I have done class actions. I used to do a mm. lot of them, but um, this is more like you know national unionization, big, okay. you know, Starbucks, uh, Amazon, you know that kind yeah. of stuff.
3: So I remember Go ahead, Nancy. I was going to say I remember having a conversation with a hotel restaurant owner who was, we had a conversations about unions and she she said, you just can't work them like you used to be able to work them speaking of (laughs) her employees and it was because of the unions and you know just when she said that i was looking at her like oh now i see why we need unions sometimes
1: you need because you can't work turnover
3: too yeah exactly you can't work them like you used to that was her her what she said it was like so you mean you now have to pay a fair wage you now have to um, give them a safe place to work and you can't yell at them all the time. You
1: can't work them 20 hours a day and not yeah. pay them. You know what but I mean? It, so I, there's, she's like, she's going from ancient times to yeah, and
2: not pay them. You know what I mean? Maybe Uganda. Yeah, but you know what I mean? This, it, is,
1: like, hey, this her, is like the garment, the garment industry where you talk about the piece, you know, well, like how you how these people are working gazillion hours Mm. and here's your 10 bucks for 12 20 hours you know that's insane but that's kind of when you think about the hotel industry and the restaurant industry it's been like a i mean one of the hardest jobs is being a Mm. a housekeeper in a hotel like i bow down and like Uh please just always tip. Man, that is just one of the hardest jobs on the planet, and you see everything. I think every housekeeper could write um, a book about what they find in oh, a <laughs> But yeah. anyway, oh, But fast sure. food, fast food. I think this is really huge. Um, there is issues. There are issues that they're facing. You know, there are people. How you know shift chains, etc. There is a safety issue in working mm-hmm. in fast food, especially mm-hmm. you know people. How many people go through drunk at night? You know, it's like I need to soak up some food before I have to go to work in the morning, you know, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. So there's a safety issue. There's all kinds of, um, are, you know, sexual harassment. Are you getting paid enough? It used mm-hmm. to be years ago, back in the day when you could work. I'm, no, I'm just kidding. To, to everyone, that was just a joke. Sorry. Terrible. Oh, look at a cats coming to say hi. I need some fries. Um, Sorry. Anyway, um, Bye-bye. Oh, cat wants a fries. Um, you... you there was you know a lot of sexual harassment but it was really kids that were working you know just kind of like you'd see in walmart it would be kids bagging in grocery stores you mm-hmm. kids bagging your groceries and now we see a whole different elder generation doing it and you see a little mm-hmm. bit of all generations working in fast food and for some people that is their main job and so we have this change and i think that's maybe part of why they have this is that People are living off of this. This isn't pocket money.
2: Yeah, right. Um, And and that's the position that that California really has taken. They're saying, "Hey, look, um, this is one of these sectors of the economy, one of these business areas that pays not great. I mean, it's really um, minimum wage. Yeah, minimum wage." Mm-hmm. And there are people who are trying to make it on this minimum wage. So that's the position California's taken. They've also said that, it, again, it's hard to get that group to come together and unionize because there's a lot of turnover, et cetera, et cetera. So they're saying, we think that we need something in charge. This council is what they've talked about, being in mm-hmm. charge to help make the working conditions better. That's mm. really the bottom line on
1: is <laughs> it about minimum wage too? Being Would minimum wage be higher for them? Is it about you know, cleanliness? You know, so <laughs> they're just at the beginning of creating this whole bill. E-
2: yes. And, you know, I mean, our minimum wage in California has gone up pretty drastically. So I don't think that's as big a problem. I mean, next year, it's going to be $15 an hour for everyone, no matter where you work. <laughs> uh, oh, hold on. No, no, no. It's two years from now, 2023. It's going to be $15 okay. an hour for everyone throughout <laughs> California. Um, but... They may say, well, we think in this sector that people should get more the minimum wage. So, you know, the state minimum wage. So we'll just have to see. And I, again, I'm not sure this is going to pass. The last time it did, uh, it was a bill last year, uh, Lorena Gonzalez, who quit as a legislator and is um, see, <laughs> well, I I she's that. working yeah. for something like a union or some uh, pro work worker type organization. I don't remember exactly what it was. Uh, But she started this and they didn't get it out of the assembly by three votes. So pretty close. I'm going to guess they'll get their three votes this year. That it's really going to be up to the Senate and uh, the governor to see what they do with it. But I just I just have a feeling that this will probably pass in some form. You know what the final form is. I'm not sure. But that's that's my guess on it. So and then it's really
1: for the there's the small business owner that could be doing fast food then in like san diego you've got in and out burger that people will travel across borders to get to (laughs) you know what i mean the the, you know Mm. classic in and out burger They've got the big ones mcdonald's there are small fast food chains um and you know we go to you know different areas that maybe five or six you know in Mm. arizona or something like that or let's go back to california so like southern california may have a chain that's only six to seven is this gonna um and you know do something to them or do you have to be the big national franchise owner that this is going to affect
2: well it's geared toward the bigger ones but it it may get some smaller ones because the cutoff is do you have 30 or more individual stores under the Mm. franchise label or with the franchise um Consistent style, you know, color, uh, arrangement of the of all the kitchens, you know, whatever they do. So if it's one of those two things, either it's a label, it's a brand. So McDonald's brand, that's a brand. Everyone knows that. Mm. Uh, but if you have fewer than 30 stores, then you would not fall under this law. You, you wouldn't mm. be controlled by it. Uh, but the minute you get the 30th store and you are a brand that everyone can say that's a brand and they've got 30 stores, or if you have a, a, a common way of doing business, I guess is the best way to describe it. Mm. Uh, that's franchise, you know, passed down from a franchise. Then, yes, then then you mm-hmm. would be. So it could, they could be, they don't have to be huge. They don't have to be huge. Yeah. It's throughout the nation. 30 stores throughout the nation. So mm-hmm. this
1: could go national, even if, if some small part of this gets passed this is something that could end up being national you know you know what i mean like mcdonald's is national international
2: yeah yeah well mcdonald's will in california I'm assuming this passes will have to do what the council says now the I, yeah I want to back up the council isn't doesn't have total control they have to mm. tell the legislature what they're proposing and mm. then the legislature has 60 I, I know they have to tell them within 60 days i think it is and then the legislature has another, like, another 60 days to figure out. Jesus, if they, no they, wonder nothing gets done in it. politics. But if they don't do anything, then it is the law.
3: <laughs> so what happens to hotels? Oh, wait, wait. Do so if they don't do restaurant? anything, wait,
1: wait. If they don't yeah. do anything, it becomes law? So if the legislator doesn't move on it, it just automatically becomes law?
3: Yeah. Well, there's no objection.
1: So if someone's sleeping at the wheel, like it yeah. could happen.
3: So wake wow. up that's your- that's why
1: the things are always happening at, on weekends, mm. holiday weekends, that when they wanted to close California <laughs> State Parks, two thirds of them. They did it on like a Memorial Day weekend or uh, it was like they just mentioned it and it was one of these quiet things. And we did all kind of it was when, way back when like, I think it was when we first started our shows. We got like some senator got bamboozled. He got so, on, like, yeah, he got so yeah. many faxes and he was all interested <laughs> in this. Nancy contacted him. We called their office to do a show and he says,
0: is your money working okay. for you? The best way to hedge volatility and inflation is investing in commercial real estate with Reef. That's R-R-E-A-F dot backslash investor. Skip the crowdfunding sites and invest directly with Reef. Reef owns and operates each investment, cutting out the middleman and providing investors with exclusive off-market deals. There is no better time than the present to explore our lucrative portfolio of commercial real estate. Open to accredited investors only. Visit R-R-E-A-F dot backslash investor. There is no better time than the present to explore the lucrative commercial real estate offerings from Reef. Visit RREAF.com backslash investor. Featured on Fox News, Wall Street Journal, Yahoo Finance, and many more. We're not a crowdfunding site. We own and operate all our properties. Come see why thousands of individual investors have decided to trust Reef with their real estate investments. Call us today with any questions. Hedge market volatility with Reef. Open to accredited investors only. Visit RREAF.com backslash investor.
1: Oh, he will not come on your show. We had to pull our fax machine off from what you did. Goodbye. And I'm like, well, screw you. You're supposed to take that. You're supposed to take the information from mm-hmm. your constituents. You're not exactly. supposed to pull your. You know, this, like I said, this was a long time ago. Fax yeah, machines. Who has machines. one? But you yeah. know, so it was like this. I mean, she got they got inundated do it on these weekends, so nobody <laughs> notices, and so that is why. So if someone is asleep, they could just yeah, I don't think that'll
3: be a notice. problem here.
2: Honestly, I think mm. there's going to be enough notice, and everyone's going to be paying attention. This
3: Mm, is big stuff. I mean, the
2: whole industry is going to say, "Is is California going to screw us again?" And they'll be looking. So don't don't you worry. And
1: Arizona will say, "Come move over, come move over." (laughs) But
3: I like what happens with like the chain hotels who have within them themselves a restaurant. I mean, they have tables and chairs. It's a separate room. You can go get food there, even though the food normally is free because you paid for your room. But what would uh, it, you know, but and there's no waiters or waitresses except for a person will come around and refill your water. Oh, you, you know what? So there's like, but the, then, do, but if you, you want something, you go to the counter and you go get you whatever you want.
2: The
1: breakfast You're about is, like holiday in breakfast. Well, all right, exactly, so exactly free breakfast,
2: free breakfast
3: apply. with your room.
2: Yeah, it it, it could apply because it would apply to the workers. Now you said there aren't going to mm. be as many because they're, right. it's more automated, right. but there are a few. And yes. so as long as they had, you know, they were, uh, you know, a brand or had a, a common mm. way of doing business. Yeah. And uh, and they had thirty or more of these franchises across
3: the country, throughout
2: yeah. the country. And I, it's, I don't think it's just franchises. I'll they really talk about mm. franchises a lot. Ooh. I'm going to oh. guess that any if it's if it's even a corporate structure, I'm going to guess this will apply. But they really do talk about franchises very throughout, mm-hmm. So I might be wrong on that. But regardless, if you have if you're a franchi- definitely if you're a franchise and you have thirty or more businesses open under your mm-hmm. franchise flag, mm-hmm. then that's all it takes. And, that, well, yeah, and then and then these will yeah. with these and it's only good in california so you can go to arizona and it's not going to be in place there
1: yeah hmm. but, but you but, know california
2: has a lot of people so you, you want to be yeah
1: good. and it's, hmm. a, it's a tourism destination you know it's like um right. some of the hmm. you know, there was oh is it angelo's angelo's has the best burgers in oceanside dude i'm just giving them a plug <laughs> I'll give you one. i remember okay. when i was vegan i've never been no no I'm serious like I remember being vegan and and I I just one day I needed to just and and my boyfriend our bass player said that's it come with me we're going and he's like I want to see your face as you eat this burger and I was like here the whole burger that burger was the best burger on the planet but Angelo's Mm -hmm. is a good chain I mean that's they have two at the one by the harbor and one as you drive in from carlsbad on 101 they're a cool chain okay. and i wonder how many they have so this will affect them this bill that you're well, talking well,
2: about Well, that's 30 again if they may, hit that magic I don't know number. If they have 30
1: but they should they wow. they're so damn good you know it's like it's really it's like real meat <laughs>
2: No, i'm gonna have to go up there you know i, I do go and by it's
1: big it's a big patty. It's like a big with t- like there. It's like real onions. Like it's good, man, dude. I'm getting hungry. I'm looking at
3: that uh, fries. Stop! I can't help I'm it. starved. French fries and <laughs> burger. I know,
2: and
3: I burger. know. And, and bacon. The best bacon. It's the all American
1: This <laughs> is
3: this is <laughs> the all American food. Bacon I, burger with cheese, cheese and, and bacon and burger,
1: and French and fries, a milk fries. Milk.
3: and a milkshake.
1: But now listen, listen. So they they were really good, but. It's interesting what Nancy says about the hotels because uh-huh. I can bet you they, I wonder about, I I just know corporate books that there's like Marriott's yeah. and all of this, they have a uh-huh. restaurant, like you go in and uh-huh. you can get your fresh fruit and you can get your stuff as you're going to your conference, whatever, but there's these these specific restaurants inside these hotels well and, the and people i can cooking almost the food but i'm i'm but i'm almost guessing it could be over marriott but i'm almost gonna guess that the marriott has like a separate chain not necessarily a franchise but they're gonna have a restaurant chain well then it is a franchise because the marriott is a no, franchise. because well,
2: so- well franchises are a little different that means you know you have a franchise agreement with separate business entities mm-hmm. they're you know so, you know, a franchisee can be anyone. It could be me. It could be you. And you, you say, yeah. oh, I want to buy this franchise. It usually costs right. money to get in. Mm-hmm. And then once you're in, you're a franchisee. So that's a franchise. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the, the question you're probably really getting at is, well, what if it's not a franchise? And this is one that's, yeah, it's a new law. And I've just read about it. So I don't know mm-hmm. all the ins and outs. Mm-hmm. But I was just thinking... Well, what about one that's not a franchise, but it has thirty places? It's this big. Exactly. It's not going to govern these fast food workers. Now they have to be fast food workers. That's the other thing. Yeah. So to be a fast food restaurant, I got to read this. Um, okay. It's, they have to uh, do business. They have to provide food in the following way, in in disposable containers for immediate consumption, either on or off the premises, with limited or no table service. Uh, to customers who order or select items and pay before they eat. So if you meet those criteria, Mm -hmm. the places you're talking about, I'm going to say it's probably will be regulated. Now, one question would be, well, what if it's not a franchise? Because they really do spend a ton of time in um, Mm. in that AB 257 talking about franchises. So maybe it only applies to franchise, but that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And we'll just have to see.
3: I think it's going to be once interesting it, if it goes through and it applies to franchises it will down the road no matter what apply to anybody who has 30 establishments
1: yeah because what I was going to say about like the hotels mm. I, I, bet you, I bet you they mm. have a different umbrella within their corporate structure that it's a separate business. Not necessarily a franchise, but so like the Marriott has their restaurant but inside. A lot of them I are
3: franchises. You, but, a lot well, of the hotels the themselves are. No, but, not the Marriott.
1: Yeah, but, but well, well not no, of them are. those are franchises. Half of the hotels that we stay in and brand hotels are owned by mm-hmm. people that bought into a franchise and they have to pay
0: mm-hmm. tens
1: of thousands of dollars every single month for their licensing fee. And a percentage of the bookings because they go through the big, you know, Mm -hmm. if you're Holiday Inn, you go to HolidayIn.com. Every time you book through HolidayIn.com, Holiday Inn itself makes a percentage from the hotelier who is your business owner. So it's a really, and it's tons of money. And um, Mm -hmm. so you have to, if you're going to get a franchise, and that's why you'll see someone like suddenly they're a Holiday Inn. Now they're a Comfort Inn. Like they, and it'll be like, why is this such a big comfort in well they got tired of paying the holiday in fees <laughs> because they <laughs> i'm serious well, I've I, I, I yeah. of saying. this stuff. it's kind of crazy sure. but but don't they, they have lawyers there but there's a restaurant like when they have when they have a hotel like the marriott they have a specific restaurant with a name in on the inside mm-hmm. and stay at this restaurant so i wonder some of some of them will like lease out a restaurant space to someone but i'm talking about the really right, big big, big big brands that i wonder if the marriott itself if it's like a sep. whenever i you know i want to know i want to see their books <laughs> if they have a separate business for the restaurant you know what i mean that yeah if, no, even, you know what i mean that, that i would it's guess it's, they
2: they would but
1: two uh, yeah i don't know how they
2: do yeah i don't know how they I actually, know. Well, we always but remember they still hole, have to qualify you know? for, for this to apply. Mm. They still have to qualify as a fast food restaurant. Fast food. So yeah. it's like you, you pay first mm-hmm. you might sit down, but there's no table service. You get it in a, See, a, you know, a container. Does that. Exactly.
1: Marriott does so that.
2: Do they, if they do that, then it sounds like this they, could apply. And again, they, is it a franchise or not? Not sure if that's uh, required. If, if a corporation mm-hmm. uh, could, have the same structure mm-hmm. but just not franchise out with i i'm gonna guess it makes sense that it would apply to that kind of situation too but i don't I know if it's-,
3: it's you know when you pay first as soon as you book your hotel room and you pay for it before you arrive or as you arrive you've already paid first for your free okay. meal which is yeah but
1: included. the marriott is not a free meal uh, that's what i'm saying yeah, there's yeah, one well, we some charge. are but yeah a lot of
3: them have free breakfast. Breakfast. Not. It's not a restaurant. You could walk in anytime. It's only free breakfast. But we know the cost of the breakfast is going to be in your hotel fee. And you paid your hotel room first. So you paid first. You walk in. You serve yourself from a counter. There are people working behind the counter. As people take food, they replace the food.
1: Wipe tables down. They
3: wipe tables Mm -hmm. down and they may pour you a glass of water, but the rest of it is pretty much self-serve. And you can get it while they're in styrofoam boxes, unless you take from the plate counter where there's warmed plates and silverware. You pick it up yourself, take it to your table. If you ask for styrofoam to put it
1: to go, they'll do that. So, well, no, it all not, depends.
3: The, styrofoam's styrofoam's gonna,
2: is the yeah. styrofoam, I don't think, is going to matter that much because yeah. McDonald's uses a paper bag. You know, what yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah. So, the if styrofoam- you have a plate that you carry, now the, here's the one that might get you: is they mm. they could take it out. It says one of the yeah. re- requirements is you can either eat it in or out. Well, you can't right. take a plate out, probably. No. no no you can't take the, the plate like, out
1: but that's what i was but trying you, to say the marriott is different yeah. nancy like mm-hmm. just yeah. the, there's the ho- holiday inn where you get your breakfast mm-hmm. and it yeah. is on a paper plate not necessarily a yeah. plate plate depending and each place is different but like the marriott they have mm-hmm. restaurants breakfast places where you could go in want a real fruit, restaurant and you pay according and it's like it's designed for yeah you can lounge around yeah. a little bit there's little tables and, and they have bars in Marriott's, too. It's pretty cool. But yeah, anyway, that's different. not going to be part they're of different. this. But I'm, well, there is. It's like right around the corner. Mm-hmm. But you, they will make it for you to go. They'll give it yeah. to you in a baggie to go. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these hotels, like the, the Holiday Inn, all of that, if you're in a conference or in a well, that's you're interesting. flying out, yeah. they always give you breakfast in a bag. We've had tons of breakfast mm-hmm. in the bags. And quite frankly, they're better oopsie but yeah they're, the breakfast in the bag is cool like you get little muffins and all kinds of good stuff you're not supposed to eat but at apples they always give you an apple but you well, get they give the you the option the to
2: take it out you know and that's mm-hmm. just that might work again you know this hasn't yeah, passed in the beginning but it yeah, certainly I, hasn't been tested yet I But bet you,
3: yeah this is I see. To, a, this a, passes a, that's a gray go, area
1: it's going to be one gray of those that another industry like this kind of hotel thing hotel mm-hmm. workers i bet you Hotel workers are going to be next after the fast food yeah. workers. Yeah. I really feel like that's oh, a secondary. Yeah, no, I think
2: they're
1: just, related.
3: Yeah. I agree.
2: This is just the beginning of it. I yeah. assume. Yeah. Um, this is California wants to make this a trend, and mm-hmm. so you know normally, if if this passes, normally states will fall, will start yeah. doing this too. Some states will, yeah. and maybe it'll be a whole across the country thing eventually. But I, you're right. What if it mm-hmm. starts catching on? It's not going to stop with fast. Food. Not-
1: None. By the way, Angelo's has really good onion rings, too.
3: Why are you representative
2: for Angelo's?
1: I don't know,
3: but I have be there forever. About Angelo. I'm sorry, but it's been years. I, I hope they're I've still there. I've just been there. listening,
2: and I may forget something. So,
3: <laughs> well, We're it's headed really to really California next, so maybe
1: we'll have to stop by. I don't know how far <laughs> they go, but all I know
3: is... Yeah, we can meet at Angelo's.
2: No,
1: let's, meet, <laughs> let's meet at Angelo's. Sounds good. <laughs> it's right by the harbor. Yeah there you the no, no, harper's cool you know angela i just i'm yeah, sorry no. no, ocean
2: side is yeah. cool i like Ocean.
1: yeah oh has yeah. that changed that town has really changed up for tourism mm. it's amazing how they have they've cleaned it up big, big it up. time and how they've you know because camp pendleton's yeah. there so you know if camp pendleton's there they're going to have good fast food period even yeah. now <laughs> wait a minute fast food is on That's military ba- okay wait all right you're military okay so I was military,
3: mil- well, <laughs> you can, now. But...
1: You can, yeah, well, you were on there, but when you were on bases, bases have their own pizza huts and McDonald's and everything yeah. on the base. Yeah. So with yeah. mm-hmm. the franchise thing be affecting, like, do they have to abide by the same laws? Or the, like, could you represent?
2: Oh, uh, now you, oh, now the you get an area of law that actually I know really well. Um, mm. I wrote a book about this. Uh, I have it right behind me. And... It's called Enclave Law. That's the easiest oh, way to is,
1: You were saying a book. There's you a, went away with it there
2: a second. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the, this guy wrote a book and, and he used me as an example of how this might affect uh, civil law because he's really about writing. He, he worked for the U.S. attorney. He was writing mostly about criminal law. But then mm-hmm. I brought him in as an expert in my case and said, well, what do you think about this situation? Okay, so let me start real fast. I don't want to get too far off, but Enclave is a special section in the Constitution that talks about basically military installations and wow. what law may govern them. And over the years, it, it, the Supreme Court has said various things and it's just like wild west in enclave law. So the question that enclave law tries to answer is, whose law applies? Oh, uh, wow. And so it, if you're on base, that could be a huge enclave question to
1: ask. Oh yeah. So like, so Pizza Hut, you know, or McDonald's, it's like this be. whole thing could change. And it's like, okay, but on the base, this is different. It's it martial law. So martial law is a little be, different. It
2: could be the same. It depends on how that base was formed. I mean, it's crazy stuff. I can't get into all the details. Wow. So all the
3: bases are gonna be different.
2: Yeah, oh man, I had this class action years ago yeah. and it was, uh, it was uh, security guards. And I, I was on plaintiff's side in that one. Um, and security guards, and they had, a post all over the county, you know, everywhere, you know, lots of places. Um, And some places were governed by California law. Some places were governed not by California law, by some type of uh, de facto federal law that doesn't really apply because federal law doesn't have wage and hour law mostly. Anyway, it can be like a crazy mess. Wow. You know. Oh, wow. I've been through it. I've been through it.
1: And when you talk about security law, that's really cool. So everyone... uh, our new magazine our new baby is out called quality of life magazine it's about personal Mm. growth personal success and professional success and ward's article on the new california laws for 2022 is in there and i think just a page or two over Mm -hmm. is our security insider and it's with oh fred gardner you guys are talking about security law um honest to god this and he's out in dallas And we met him and he's telling us stories. Like when we met him, we're like having a glass of wine and he's just, Nancy and I are sitting there floored, Mm -hmm. but he does insurance for security agents, for personal and private investigators. And they were like private investigators and he got into this whole thing. And so of course now, you know, you've got to come on a podcast. You've got to go listen. It's the wildest, craziest tales. Mm -hmm. And he talks about. How like security mm-hmm. agents they're new on the job and they're bored in a motel and turn around like let's play Russian related <laughs> with their guns and shoot. No, ser- <laughs> seriously. <laughs> no, no. And what a security agent. That's, can that's really bored.
2: I mean <laughs> no. that's it's really like, bored. What's a
1: bouncer versus a security agent? And then the whole world of um mm-hmm. of hacking and cyber security and all the ransoms mm-hmm. that are going on, like the big ransom attacks, like not like ransomware, but like actual Rasm- like. Like, mm-hmm. we're going after you. I mean, at that time, that's when the um, the fuel companies got nailed up in the Northeast, you know? And um, no one could get gas because they were like, no, we're holding your oil or whatever it was at that mm-hmm. last year. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and then people like our friends at Asheville, you know, to make the beer, the lime and the rose, they're like, well, luckily we have gas. <laughs> you know, we got a store around the corner. We brew our own beer. We were fine. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. But, but um, it, it's really... It's, the world is crazy and, and security stuff, like insurance. It's interesting. Versus, it's, it's insane. Like he, mm. I encourage you to listen to it when you talk about that. Now I'm like, mm. now we're going to have to put the two of you on a show and talk about that. Okay, are just, secured, exactly. Enclave
3: agents, law. Enclave
2: mm. law,
1: insurance, oh, cool. security agents and law. Oh, I never even thought about that. Yeah. No, Gosh, no we got to put It was in this case
2: because San Diego has a password of different enclaves Uh quote-unquote enclaves and different law applies under different situations there may be a a california law may apply for limited purposes and then not at all for others on the same site you know that's weird it's just crazy it's crazy
1: well who knew where we were going to go with french fries wow (laughs) but well it
2: could happen i mean you got the you know various franchises all over these bases and one may be under a california law one might not Wow.
3: wow well this it's is probably depends Lord. on the the base's stature too because the military bases are different no they that's what i'm
2: talking about military yeah it yeah happen. that's
1: what we're saying this is mm. it's wow so before you go mm. has things changed Have, are you seeing you know any lawsuits or any kind of grievances um of i know that california is t- we're recording and so it could change again in 10 days or when when this airs um California is today you can uh, as of Wednesday you can take your mask off in buildings except for school no today
2: so,
1: yeah as of today So
2: as of today you can be,
1: you can and I free. went to a
2: restaurant uh, for lunch and they they said you got to wear a mask inside so not everyone has to follow it
1: Oh, okay. So this oh, is- yeah. Oh yeah, for their
2: business, they can do what they oh, want. that's right. You're right. not in
1: Texas or Austin. Yeah, if you're in Austin, <laughs> that might <laughs> not no, work. No, I'm
2: not in Texas. Not, no, I Texas, everyone's checked.
1: doing whatever they want. But um, it, again, yeah. it, it, it's a different thing. But um, It's, it's so interesting. Have you seen anything change in regards to employees leaving and setting up their own thing or moving and shifting, just you know, not going back to work Anything kind of changed this way because of COVID?
2: Well, yeah, um, it's definitely employee market right now, and so you see uh, different businesses offering higher pay than minimum wage to get attract workers. That's pretty common, and in fast food industry is doing it actually. Um, I wonder
1: about this bill coming in because of COVID and the lack of
2: well, workers. Well, that's that's the idea behind it. They said, you know, we saw during the COVID pandemic. That these people had to work on the front lines, had to get sick, you know, exposed, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, and that's why they really brought it out. I mm. mean, oh, wow. you know, well, ostensibly, you know, mm. why? I mean, the real purpose is is to get some type of more control and uh, have fast uh, fast food workers treated at, in a more, I, I don't know, paternalistic way. Let's call it that. Mm-hmm. So that's the real reason. But they did tie it to COVID. And that's why they call it partly the recovery act recovery from and they even talk uh-huh. about it yeah it, it's well,
3: then you could go to grocery store people who work in the grocery stores there's fast food because they, stores. i mean they, they weren't allowed <laughs> to close they're well, an essential service and you know yeah maybe they yeah. need to have more money too yeah, because grocery stores have fast food, you can get deli sandwiches. At well, safety. it's not. A, yeah, but, I mean, it's just they had to to go to work during COVID.
2: Well, all right. So, if your question is, will this go to other sectors? I, mm-hmm. I really think in over the next five ten years, you're going to see it. I, I oh, really wow. think this. It, yeah. it, they have it in yeah. Europe. Something really similar to the similar to this type of law in mm-hmm. Europe, and so I think you're going to see more of it. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, I think so.
1: Awesome. Everyone, Ward's article is up on blendradioandtv.com. You can find his other articles and interviews there too. Stay tuned. Every fourth Wednesday, it's Wednesdays with Ward and uh, we get to have fun conversations. You never know where... And we do go down rabbit holes, but it's fun. It's, it's interesting. <laughs> I mean, because you know, like we we're saying, I mean, you read a, a legal thing and I'm like, and thank God you write in English. I'm like, okay, I get what Ward's talking about, but yeah. like if I had to open a legal book, I'd be just like, just close it. I'm gonna go have a cocktail because there's oh. no way, like that's not happening for me. Like, you know, I'm not stupid, mm-hmm. but that stuff is like, no, no. That's like reading an encyclopedia with medical terms. I'm not doing well, that. Well, because
3: anymore. they're trying so to cover kind of every, every aspect of what could happen. I In know. the shortest space possible. yeah, And so they use words that
1: you, it's like, what? But, and then you have to have <laughs> squiggly lines on things. What's up with, who created the squiggly lines? Who did the little double s e things? Like who, what? Well, what? that
2: just means section. I think that's what you're referring to. It's I know, section.
1: but why do we have to have the little, you know, and the- Because you know, it's
2: cute. Who wants to write out the whole word section? Just yeah, it's No, I
1: don't. You're right. It's shorthand. It's cool. My it's computer short, is doesn't short-hand. like it. My yeah. computer does not like it. But, oh,
2: and uh, let me tell you this though. Uh, reading ab257 is way harder than reading my article
1: yes, yeah exactly I, I read article and listen when you do read it mm. have some french fries <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> and don't like forget it. Angelos and Oceanside. I hope they're still open. My gosh, it's been a long time, but it's definitely mm. fond, delicious memories. <laughs> All right, so everyone keep up with cool. Ward 2. Go to bestemploymentattorneysandiego.com. Uh, he doesn't always focus just on San Diego. He'll travel to San Francisco, right, Ward? He'll go anywhere in California.
2: Oh, yeah, I'll go anywhere. Cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, so Ward will go. He likes to travel. All right, thanks so much, Ward. Thanks, Ward.
2: That's You're fun. welcome. Thank you.
3: In honor of Black History Month, raise a glass to Black-owned brands. Drizzly, the go-to app for alcohol delivery, has one of the largest selections of Black-owned drinks to explore. From a top-shelf whiskey to an artisanal twist on a Caribbean classic, get these drinks delivered right to your door. Download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com to find your new favorite. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com today.